0: Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. As always, you can go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org for links to all of the stories that I'm about to share. Let's go to our first piece of the week, HIV Epidemic Turns 40. CNN reported on reaching the 40-year mark since the first cases of HIV were reported in the U.S. There were five cases of a strange illness among uh, gay men in Los Angeles that were reported by the CDC, which continued to follow up on that report as more cases emerged. However, little was known about the deaths, and it took then-President Reagan four years to acknowledge the outbreak in the 1980s. HIV-AIDS would go on to claim more than 30 million lives worldwide, including 700,000 in the U.S. alone. Next up, stressors and substance use. A study led by Sabra Katz-Weiss found that among gender minority adolescents, there were some important factors that explained the relationship between gender-related stressors and substance use. Resilience and gender-related pride were protective factors, in other words, uh, the the youth who had um, higher levels of resiliency and gender-related pride, you know, that may be associated with lower likelihood of using substances, whereas internalized transphobia was a major risk factor. And, of course, that can be caused by all sorts of uh, social factors, including discrimination and a lack of uh, supportive environment, Um, you know, what we see in the media, all sorts of things. Family functioning and social support were also protective in some cases with respect to alcohol use. The study followed 30 teens for two years. <music> Next up, queer HPV program studied. Researchers led by Raman Dip studied an HPV vaccination program for queer men in Canada. They found that initiating vaccine was associated with getting tested for HIV or STIs or having visited an HIV provider in the last six months. So clearly a relationship there between those who are more engaged in HIV care and those who are more likely to uh, initiate getting vaccinated. The program was more successful among men 26 or younger who qualified for free vaccination than among queer men 27 and up, among whom having private insurance, made individuals twice as likely to get vaccinated compared to uh, those men over 27 who uh, did not have private insurance. Our next story looks at trans and non-binary pregnancy experiences. Today reported on what it's like to experience pregnancy as a transgender man or non-binary person. This includes the stereotypes, discrimination, and lack of cultural competency in care that one can encounter. It can be especially challenging given the number of providers an individual may have to see over the course of pregnancy and postpartum care, which I thought was a great point that this isn't just one person you're trying to explain things to or uh, seek, you know, knowledge, acceptance, generally good care from. It's a lot of people. Uh, And this often involves educating those providers and the stress that comes with that, advocates say. The situation has caused many trans and non-binary parents to opt for the privacy of home births versus going to a hospital for care. Next up, conversion efforts have mental health consequences. A study led by Hyman Lee found that sexual minorities in Korea who had experienced efforts to change their sexual orientation were 1.44 times more likely to have contemplated suicide than were sexual minorities who had not experienced such treatment. They were also 2.3 times more likely to have actually attempted suicide. The results, which show similar harms uh, from attempt to change one's sexual orientation, as have US studies, demonstrate the need for such practices to be banned, researchers said. Last for this week, Dr. Levine defends youth. NBC News reported on the work being done by Dr. Rachel Levine, the U.S. Assistant Secretary for Health, to raise awareness on the needs of trans youth. Dr. Levine, who is the highest-ranking transgender U.S. official in history, has called out recent policies seeking to discriminate against transgender youth in sports, healthcare access, and more, and could use her growing portfolio of mental health policy oversight to address the needs of youth whom she say need to be supported rather than targeted through policy. That concludes another week of our LGBT wellness roundup. Don't forget that you can head to blog.lgbthealthlink.org if you would like to uh, check out any of those stories for yourself. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're not already so that you can tune in to our next roundup in the coming week.